Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Complete Fitness Podcast. You have me, Evan Solo, today. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today is my birthday. Happy Wednesday. Happy birthday, Evan. 29. 29. I'm excited. I would say that my 28th year, this last year, was the best year of my life, which I'm excited about. I was actually thinking and reflecting, as people sometimes do on their birthday, and I was like, you know, 28 was awesome. I got married. Um, that was like the biggest thing. The gym, all of the COVID stuff was not ending because we know it's still not ending, but it was we got some relief from it. Um, and in my own personal bubble, I know the world can't relate to it, but in my own personal bubble, um, probably the best year of my life. Got a house, you know, got married, um, really solidified. You know, I've, I work a mile from – or I, I live a mile from my work now, which is – I mean, that's the dream if you ask me. Someone said they could just drive a mile down the road to work. Um that would be awesome. And especially with the job that I do, it's easy, you know, to just pop in, pop out, go run an errand if I need to. Oh, I forgot something at the gym, run to the gym. Oh, I forgot something at home. I'll just run home. Um, just the other day, I forgot a t-shirt. I was going to jump into the 430 workout and I was wearing a hoodie with no t-shirt underneath it. Not sure why I did that in the first place. Cause that's just a wild move. If you ask me, um, but alas, I was stuck and I went, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I live right there. Drove home, got a shirt, came back, worked out. And so it was great. Things like that. Um, so anyway, yeah, when I reflect back on my 28th year of life, now that I am 29 officially, um, I feel good. It was a very, very great year for me. I know... The rest of the country did not agree. That was a tough year. Um, but I think we can all listen to this and know that I'm separating all of the tragedy. Of course, there was tragedy too. There always is um, from just my personal things. But all of those things are just like benchmark um, what they say is supposed to happen benchmarks. And yes, I'm proud of them. Yes, they were goals. Yes, I was working towards them. Um, but we know that's not the most important thing in life. Locking in that happiness, that mental health, that physical health is something I also got much better at. And so that is mainly why I think personally, 28 was one for the books. Now, 29 is going to be better, baby. That's always the goal. Every single day, a little better. Every year, a little better. My 29th year, the last year of my 20s. As we know from the last podcast, I'm now expecting a little baby. My whole entire world is going to change. Um, my outlook on everything will change, and I cannot flipping wait. 
It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so stressful. It's going to be scary. It's going to be funny. Man, um, that's what life is. Everything else is just waiting around almost. But then the, those real life things, I mean, bringing a life into the world, a life that didn't exist. Didn't even, wasn't even on the blip of a radar. Now is going to come into the world and impact many people's lives. It's just amazing. It's 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 wild. Um, so yeah, little self reflection to start off this pod, guys. Um, and happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. What are we talking about today? You know, I don't know in particular. There was one thing that I had on my list, and uh, you guys know how I feel about social media. This is very ironic because I saw this on social media, but it was very important for me. And I think it's one of the best Instagram, specifically, posts I've ever seen. And it was a slide. So I don't know if this person used a picture of Jonah Hill in this post just because Jonah Hill is very likable, I think. Or if this is something that Jonah Hill actually said. So it's kind of a funny looking post, but it never says that this is a quote from him. I tried to look up because it looks like he's sitting like at like a like a conference table or like a press conference and uh, or like a Comic-Con type like setup where you know there's like a panel like a panel setup um but there's nothing that says these are actual jonah hill quotes and it's i tried to look up this exact uh conference panel whatever this is and i couldn't find anything because i wanted to hear him say it not just read this post but maybe it's just pictures of jonah hill which is actually very funny um but the words connected to it are great and if he said them more power to you jay hill if he didn't say them, I mean, congratulations on being the the face behind these awesome thoughts that have nothing to do with you, have everything to do with this person, random account that posted it. Um, and it's a bunch of advice for young people and not just young people, but that was like his whole thing. And so I'm going to read a couple of them that stuck out to me. Of course, they're pertaining to fitness and health. That's the one I'm going to start with, um, and then it kind of trends in, but whatever. He says, I'm not surprised that youngsters, I'm not surprised that youngsters who binge on alcohol, spend hours scrolling through Instagram, consume so much negative news, survive on junk food, and live off caffeine are getting more anxious. Disregarding your mental and physical diet is the definition of self-harm. Right? That's just a great quote that oftentimes is not talked about because we see all of those things as um, indulgement, self-care, right? We see things like alcohol, you know, I'll just have a drink, um, scrolling Instagram all day. Oh, I earned a break from my job. I'm just going to do my social media. Um, caffeine and junk food as like, oh, this is a gift to me uh, for whatever. Um, we see them as rewards, and good things for us, but in reality, they are bad for us um, in certain 
instances like the social media and whatever that for our mental health and this this news that we're constantly getting fed for our mental health and then you know with the examples you use like alcohol you know no sleep and uh junk food damages our physical health so um that's what i that's what i found was so great about this structured that like why, why the sentence was structured so well is it starts with this um explanation that we've all heard a thousand times don't drink don't you know drink too much booze it's horrible for you of course it is it's not a mystery um don't you can't survive just on junk food and no sleep and live off caffeine um but he says it all from all in a stance that that stems from anxiety and stems from the negative effect of it, you know, by saying, I'm not surprised that these youngsters who binge up alcohol, spend hours scrolling through Instagram, consume so much negative news, survive on junk food and live off caffeine are getting more anxious, right? So these things fuel our anxiety and it's because we're not taking care of ourselves, which is super ironic and convoluted because we see these things as we are, especially mental health. So many of us go, oh, I've been good this week. I'm just going to have this sleeve of Oreos. And yeah, we get that there can be rewards and I'm not, you're not supposed to, you can have yummy tasting foods, of course, in moderation, just like everything else. But when these rewards come piling in more so, it actually starts hindering, obviously our physical health in that example, but our mental health, because we, we take away um, all of the reward system, which leads to anxiety because we never feel satisfied when we can always have access to it, right? If that makes sense. I know that's kind of a lot to explain. I hope that made sense while listening to it. But I just thought that was super interesting, especially from what I do, what we do here, um, concentrating so much on our on our health, um, our physical health. And we know we have don't love calling them diets, but new lifestyles and making healthy choices with foods. It's, it's, it's so interesting that people see it as a reward, like, Oh yeah, I get to have pizza this weekend. Yeah, that's great. And it's, it's good for your mental health because you need, um, you know, that dopamine spike and all this kind of stuff. Um, of course you do. It's good. You can't just deprive yourself of something you love all the time. That's not a good way to live. If you're fortunate enough to live somewhere where you can have something that makes you really happy, don't deprive yourself from it. Have something that makes you happy, but know the consequences of it. And it will lead to poor physical health, which will lead to poor mental health or vice versa. It'll lead to poor mental health, which will lead to a poor physical health. And then really what's the bigger deal, right? At the end of the day, um, and then uh, the other one was more so just my – what I've explained many times with social media and then like his comment about um, constantly being fed this negative news. Like it's no secret that the negative news sells more, right? So the news markets are making money because they need an audience and that's more grabby is when you hear something, oh – school bus drove off the whatever something horrible happened that's more grabby than you know a, the the gorilla at the zoo had gave birth or whatever just like okay that's that those aren't those aren't clickbait and that's how everybody is getting paid now 
in this weird society is is views and eyeballs on their stuff. So you need to you need to be grabby. And unfortunately, in our society, negativity is what grabs. So we're constantly fed this. We're constantly scared. Um, and then we're also just given um, lies on social media often. And so this was a good quote that I think is just so interesting, even separate from social media. Um, and you'll get after I read it. And it says, the most convincing sign that someone is truly living their best life is their lack of desire to show the world that they're living their best life. Your best life won't seek validation. And I absolutely love it because you know, you know, it may be people you know, it may be people you don't know, but they're all over this social media saying about all the great stuff they're doing, all their accomplishments, what they're friends are doing, what their family's doing, what their kids are doing, um, and just patting themselves on the back constantly for everyone else to see, that is seeking for validation in an unhealthy way, right? It's moderation. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying somebody who posts that they got a job promotion is unhealthy and, and yada, yada. No, that's ridiculous. But you know the people that feed off of it. And you can see the ones that are constantly drawn to it. And that's more or less what they live for is the good post. You know, the post that's going to grab eyes, that's going to get attention, that's going to affirm them constantly. Now, I'm not talking down to these people as if they're something, you know what I mean? Something beneath me or anyone else. But what I'm saying is these people need help and guidance to become more comfortable in their own skin, right? So they don't need validation. Um, working hard to live your best life is going to eliminate that need to constantly be validating, validate, validate, validate. I need somebody. And social media is basically a giant tool that we've used to get it whenever we need it, right? What did you, when back in the day before social media, if you really needed some va validation from your friends, um, you know, what would you do? You'd have to, I, I always sports guy, so I'm going to use a sports reference. You know, if I wanted to be seen as a good football player in high school, I didn't play nearly a down. I played when I was a freshman in JV, but once I got to varsity, only against some horrible teams would I get in and play a little bit. And it was, it was not fun. I was a tight end. And so what's fun about a tight end, in my opinion, is not the blocking, um, which you do some of but it's more so the running routes and catching passes. And we didn't do that ever, just the offense. We ran, we always ran the ball, and especially in a game when I would actually get in and see the field playing time, we weren't going to be running some cool plays that involved me running some cool routes and catching passes um, and and whatnot. So, um, yeah, so I didn't play nearly at all because there were much better athletes on the team. So what I, what I would do when I was around my friends is you would need validation. I didn't want to feel like I was just some loser bad at football guy. I knew that I was okay. I knew that I wasn't as good as, you know, Joe Schmo, and that's fine too. Um, I luckily wasn't hard on myself about that. But what would you do, right? You would need to make a, make a good play at practice or do something right or do something this or be something for validation from your friends so they'd be like ah you know evan's all right he's not just some bum um he's okay that type of thing and that validation that that affirmation um you know th 
that's a weird sports example, but it happens all the time, like in business when you're the new kid, or even let's say high school when you're a freshman and you're just like, you know, stupid freshman is like what everybody says. And you, all you need are your friend. You need people to accept you and you want people to just be on your team. You know, they don't need to be constantly clapping and patting your back and, you know, giving you the key to the city and walking around with uh, them, you up on their shoulders. But you want to be able to be say something and, and be confident enough to say it and for them to be like, oh, I respect you and I respect what you're saying. I hear you. Um, and so now it's like we're getting away from the, doing the real world interactions and we're only doing it um, on this social media and we're living off it. So we're not even actually putting in the work to do things, to get better at football, to get more comfortable with friends, to meet more people to get your own voice. You know, a lot of people, myself included, use humor for acceptance, right? Example like that on the football team. I wasn't, I wasn't good. I was smaller. I was this, I was weaker. I was, I talked about that in a few podcasts ago. Um, but I was a funny kid. I was just a funny kid. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Evans, he's, he's silly. He's goofy. He's, he's funny. Um, and that gets you acceptance. That gets you some, some cred and where people will, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll, they, they respect you more and they, they understand what you're saying. And yeah, everybody should respect everybody at all times, but you know, that's not the way the world works. Um, I think we're trending that way, which is good news. But the point is people, instead of seeking and working towards getting this validation and affirmation and being proud of yourself, as well as having people, you know, respect you and be proud of you, um, in that right are not doing the work, getting an opportunity to act like it more or less on a social media post and then posting that. And so everybody from an outside, people that they don't even know, right? People who are friends of friends, people that they graduated with 25 years ago um, are liking their posts and they're seeing this, this image of success, right? And then uh, in reality, it may not be that way. So you're getting this, this weird affirmation and validation from, from nonsense. And then the, the other way is you get the negative aspects of it. You want something and you post something that's excited or you created or something you like, and you don't get a lot of feedback on it. And then you feel worse, right? It's because it's not, it's not real. It's happenstance. People literally post things now at certain times of days because that's when the most eyes will see it right away. And that's when they're going to get the most clicks and likes and views and comments. So it's just, it's this big convoluted web of, of sickness um, that people have fallen trapped to for, for self-confidence. You know, people are people and it's really the younger generation are really struggling with just being comfortable in their own skin. It's like, yeah, but do I look, do I do, is my, is my social media presence good? And this, that's just, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing. Um, but that validation and that affirmation from, from people is huge. It helps. It really, and it really is. I'd like to, um, get into that. Maybe Becky Congdon, if you're listening, um, maybe we'll get you back on the podcast pretty soon and we will talk about that, the psychology behind, uh, you know, the constant need of approval um, and acceptance from our from our peers. I know it's human nature, but I want to know more so why. So um, I'll be reaching out to you soon. Hopefully we can find find a time. I know you're busy.
Um, and then, yeah, so so that this whole maybe it's Jonah Hill, maybe it's not Jonah Hill thing really had me thinking. It was one of my favorite things I've seen, and it's kind of was just someone calling out the the BS more or less, and just you know be um, avoid it, avoid it. I think, and then the last one I'm gonna um, oops, clicking a bunch of stuff. Last one I'm going to comment on was actually the one that drew me in. And I think it's a great idea, um, but it kind of goes back to what everything I was just saying. He says, imagine if Instagram and social media closed every day at 6 p.m. like a shop or office. We would be forced to meet up and speak to each other in real life, to be present with our families, to work out, to go outside, to read, to make art, music, right? Instead, we're trying to make... You know, a TikTok video, which is not any, it's you lip syncing somebody else's words. That, that is nothing. That is nothing. I'm sorry. Lip syncing is not a talent. <laughs> if I'm offending you, um, call me up and we'll have a private conversation. But it's not, it's not talented to memorize something and then just voice the words over it. I mean, that's somebody else's work. Someone else created that. They made it funny. You mirroring it isn't funny. I don't know why it keeps getting low. Anyway, I digress. I'll go on a tangent about how stupid TikTok is. Um, yeah, so, yeah, with this idea of it, if it closed, if we got to a world part in our society where we were able to just close at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., social media was off. And I think that's great. And I think that maybe the future because I can feel this bubble, especially with the older generations. Um, I'm considered a millennial. Um, millennials get a bad rep because we're so diverse. There's millennials who are born, I, I don't know the actual years, but born in like, like somebody who's born, I was born in 92 and somebody who was born in 97 or 98 is also considered a millennial. And I know that's only five or six years, but that was a huge five or six years in in the world with technology, right? That's a big difference between, you know, in my, in my high school, the two years after I graduated, every single person had an iPad to do all their assignments on, right? So I didn't have that. Yeah, it's only, they're only, they were only born five or six years younger than me, but that's huge. The high school experience is so different now. We had to keep our phones in our locker. So I had my Motorola Razor, it was stayed in my locker off because if you walk, if a teacher walked by and heard it ringing or vibrating, they would take it away from you and you'd get in trouble. Um, so it was off until after school. And, you know, it was just so there wasn't Instagram or Facebook. If there was Facebook, it wasn't on your phone. You needed to go to the computer and do it. And so it's just it's so different. Two years later, everyone in, in my same exact school where I was has an iPad. So um and they're all, we're all considered millennials, which was, which was my point of this. So there is a big change between um, millennials, you know, kind of early millennials and end of millennials. And yeah, I'm considered a millennial. Um, and I do think as a as a whole, we get a bad bad rap. But hey, that's just me. Everyone's gonna say that. Boomers are saying that too. Um, everyone thinks they're the best for no reason. We're all dealt different different positives, you know, and different weaknesses. How about the old people who were like in the war 
back in the day. I don't even know the names of those generations, right? I mean, they had to go to war. So we got it pretty good, pretty better than them. I think we can, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just weird. Um, that's it. I hope this was a fun listen for you guys. This was a very different style podcast. Barely talked about fitness and moving. I know I didn't do that, but, uh, the, um, the mental stuff is always interesting. And then, you know, the, the getting, fueling our bodies incorrectly because we think it's, it's good. It's actually damaging and, and adding to maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression because you're fueling your body with crap and you're not, you know, putting your best foot forward if you want to put it that way. So, uh, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast again. Happy birthday to me. I'm just kidding. I hope you guys realize my sense of humor by now. Um, that I love to act like I'm cool all the time. Ironically, I hope the irony gets picked up because I think a lot of people would listen to this and go, wow, this guy's kind of a douchebag. Um, anyway, that's it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Remember this core four complete fitness podcast is available every single Wednesday at 8 PM. I mean, oops, way wrong. 8 AM every Wednesday, add it to a part of your day. If it's not there already, tell your friends, subscribe guys. Um, we have a lot of fun making this podcast. It's one of my favorite parts of my work week, if I'm being honest, um, depending on the week, but, uh, we're only going to be able to keep, you know, making it and, and having it be part of our, our workload. If, if we see an impact on people, if people are listening to it, enjoying it, um, you know, and letting us know feedback and whatnot. So don't be afraid to let us know or, uh, you know, whatever to share, share with your friends if you love it and, and all that good stuff. Our merchandise guys, core Four completefitness.com backslash merch to get a bunch of awesome merch. We got beanies. Now we got hats. We have uh, a little, uh, satchel thing. What's it called? Fanny pack. We have, um, obviously, T-shirts. All of our, our crew necks and sweatshirts now are available for the fall and the colder months. I think they're great. I got one of each. The hoodie I'm very keen on. I'm normally a crew neck guy. Love the crew neck. Don't get me wrong. But the uh, the navy hoodie in particular looks really sharp. We got one here at Wixom. If you're at the Wixom gym, check it out. Make sure you see our display. Um, or just check our social media. We've posted pictures of it. Um, but those are all offered in different colors, so check them out. And then, of course, our supplements, guys. Our core four protein is banging right now. Off the shelves. We're completely out of stock in the gym. Um, you can always buy them right online, shipped right to your door, two-day shipping, um, as well as everything else we have on there. We know we got the sleep aid, the joint support, collagen, and uh, and whatnot, as well as multiple other. We got multivitamins, um, you name it, pre-workouts, BCAAs, greens. Um, check it out, core4supplements.com. Use the promo code podcast. Save 10% on those bad boys. Nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. I hope this brightened your day a little bit. Um, until next time, love you guys. Bye-bye.